On today's episode of the Tweet Show podcast, we're going to discuss Super Bowl 57 and also discuss the games, the commercials, halftime, and many other things to discuss. And we'll also discuss a little bit. Actually, we're not going to discuss anything else. We're just going to make this a Super Bowl episode. So with that being said, let's get started with today's episode. So, like I said, we're just going to discuss the whole episode. It's just going to be Super Bowl 57. I was like sort of thinking about doing some other quick topics, but I'll just save that for another episode because I think, because like we're sort of right in the, you know, once football ends, we'll get right into the college basketballs and the NBA and so many other leagues will be starting back up here pretty soon. So I'll get in all into that probably like, a, like next Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. So I can like recap. Super Bowl on Monday, obviously, and then we can go from there. So, so like I said, let's start recapping, or let's preview the Super Bowl 57 matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles, I believe, are still a two-point favorite. Let me just look it up real quick, make sure and confirm. I believe the over-under is like 49.5, maybe 50, depending on your sports book. All right, so it says that the, if I can get, here we go. So as of right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are minus one and a half, and the over-under is 51 now, 51. So they're expecting a pretty high-scoring game. Oh, man. See, when you see a 51 towards that, you're like, in a Super Bowl? That seems pretty high because, like, you sort of expect sort of a low – not a low-scoring game, but you don't really expect it to be in the high score. It's like, I don't remember, like, besides that Eagles and Patriots game, we haven't really had too much um, high-scoring, I feel like, games. So, it's been a while. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I'll have to do some searching on some prop bets and stuff like that. Like, I'll maybe I'll tweet out some prop bets here in the coming days, for sure, because I got to start, because I really got to do start doing some research on this on this stuff. Um, even though it's only Tuesday, but I got like, I got to almost start like tomorrow, I think. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about the game. So obviously I'll here, I'll start with the chiefs here. I'll start with the chiefs. So we got, so what we got, so what do we, what do we got here? So we got Patrick Mahomes in his third Super Bowl. He's one and one. He's won one. He's lost one. Let's look at the uh, upside of winning it. So if he wins this one, that's now two. He's in the is he top ten in the in the uh, all time quarterback ranking list? It's tough to say. You know, it's he's been the five straight AFC Championship games, and he's been to his third. He's now in his third Super Bowl. It's like one of those things. Like I'm ready to put him in there, but it's also the same time. It's like you look at some of the other the great quarterbacks that, that have played this game. You're like, oh, well, we should just wait to see if he wins this one because if he loses this one. Maybe not yet, but like eventually, I think he'll probably be top ten. Sure, like you could put him in top ten. That's fine. I got no, I got like no issue with him being the top ten. But like, I think we need to just like sort of pump the brakes just a tiny bit. You know what I mean? Where let's like he can, like he's at he's right at the door basically in my sense. Like he's right at the door. He could just knock on the door 
and go, hey, guys, can you let me in? And be like, yeah, sure, Pat, just come right in. So it's it's really interesting because, like, it was like a, I think it was like last week they were sort of talking about it, and Dan Orlowski had him at number two, number two, which is crazy, sort of crazy in my eyes. It's like, really? He's already number two in your eyes, Dan? Like, I respect Dan and a lot of his takes. He seems like a really intelligent, like, uh, he's he's a really good analyst for ESPN, but like number two overall, like behind Brady already. Like, you know, I gonna put like uh, Joe Montana, John Elway, Peyton Manning, all the other Dan Marino, all the other greats out there. You're gonna put him in front of those guys? Like that's crazy. He's only in like year six or seven. It's crazy. But like I like I get it. I respect Dan for the take because then we could talk about it. But like I don't know if I put him at number two right now. He's still got a long ways to go. Like, he's still got to win some more Super Bowls before we even put him at number two. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I respect it, Dan. I respect it. So, I had this thought in my mind. I was like, well, okay, let's say he does lose this one. So, I kind of looked at his stats for the Super Bowl, and they're all not – he really hasn't played all that well. Now, granted, I'm going to sort of, like, put a like, you know, like a, put a pin in the in the in the uh rate the the most recent Super Bowl with having a no offensive line because the offensive line was bad and they could not block anybody on the Bucks defense and it was just a uh, Patrick Mahomes was literally running for his life and barely could do anything. So I'm gonna give him a slight break for that one. But the other one, obviously he he played well but not great like we've seen him play before in his two Super Bowl appearances so far he's thrown i believe three touchdowns and four interceptions if i did if i remember correctly let me just pull up that stat real here real quick with uh patty mahomes uh let me see if i can get uh find that real quick all righty uh let's okay so so yeah like i was saying like if we sort of look at his performances in the super bowl we go well I mean, he's winning, but like, is he like putting up the numbers to help his team win? Because like that, like that first one, you saw it's like it wasn't really all of him. It was more of uh, who was the, whoever the running back. It's like Darian Williams did all the work. Like he made some plays, but like he still had two interceptions that first. Um, you know, uh, that first game. Oh, why can't I just uh, come on? Stats. Here we go. Well, that's what I wanted, but that website told me, no, that's not what you're looking for. So here we go. Patrick Mahomes in his first two games in the Super Bowl, he is, has a pass rating of 64.2 with a 560, 556 yards passing, two touchdowns, and four interceptions in the two games. Obviously, that first one against San Francisco, we all know sort of the story. And my uh, sort of what I'm getting to is that what if he loses this one? Where are we going to think of him now? Are we still thinking he's the best quarterback? Probably. But are we thinking, uh, at least right now? Yeah, probably. He's still the best quarterback right now. But playoff-wise, we have a little, we're going to maybe, maybe first take we'll have this take where it'll be like, is Patrick Mahomes or sort of like either a clutch player in the Super Bowl or not? Or, you know what I mean? Because like, like I just told you the stats, like, like passing yards are great. But, you know, the turnover, the uh, pass, uh, TD to interception ratio is not all that great. He's thrown two picks in the Super Bowl, which is like, 
again, I would have slightly given him a pass in that in the latest Super Bowl he just played in with the Bucks because he was trying to do everything. But like that other Super Bowl when he get, I guess if you really think about it, he's playing up against like the two best defenses in those Super Bowls, like the Bucks defense and then obviously the Niners defense was really good at the time too. So I, you know what I mean? It's just okay. I was sort of you know when I was doing all this prep and stuff, I was like, you know, what if what if Patrick Mahomes does lose? Are we really going to think of him sort of a like? I was trying to think of a, a comparison of a player who may have won early in his career, but then loses more than often. So I was thinking of LeBron, but I was like, no, LeBron never won early in his career. He was one he won more later, or mid mid late, or he won with Miami, and then obviously he won with Cleveland, and obviously he won with the Lakers later. Like those last two, he's won. He's won later in his career. The Miami one was sort of like in his prime. And obviously, we're in Mahomes' prime right now. So, I don't know. I'm still trying to find an athlete that where he won early, but then he could never win again, like in the big stages. So, I don't know. I, I could. I've been rattling off athletes like maybe like Derek Jeter. But no, he won early, but then he won. He won like his sort of his prime years again, or well, toward of it, sort of like that, and then never won again after like the old nine season. And then we had like you know Tiger, but then that's a, that's a, another back comparison. And then we've had um, like Michael, sort of maybe, but like Michael's never lost. And I was thinking like maybe Magic, but then I was like no, Larry, no, maybe like Babe Ruth. Or, I don't know. I was trying to think of players that sort of like fits the description of like winning early in their careers, or like either I guess. Maybe not winning because like I because I'm trying to say that what if he loses one so has really great success his early years and then or maybe it's like he's sort of like is he sort of like in a sense where well I guess John never won his Super Bowls until like his last few years in the NFL I don't know I'm trying I'm trying to think of what um God maybe I could talk to someone about this where where I could think of an athlete sort of that. He won sort of early in his career, got that one Super Bowl, but never really won it again and had all these numbers and stats. But it's like, hey, you couldn't really win it again. And it's, I mean, obviously it's really early in his career. We're going to have like another 15 years of it to decide if if this was a bad take or not. If this fuels Patrick Mahomes, I'm all for it. I like Patrick Mahomes. If he sees his video, which I'm doubting he will, but if he does, of me talking smack about him and how he's probably never going to win a Super Bowl game, which I jokingly said, like, uh, like was like after, yeah, after the Bucks game, I jokingly said in a group chat, I was like, Patrick Mahomes is never going to win a Super Bowl again. He's just never like, and then I was like, I'm just kidding. He probably will. Once I said this, cause like I was, once I sent it and then I sent another text saying by me saying this, he's going to win next year, which obviously he didn't, but maybe, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But uh, maybe if this fool, if Patrick Mahomes sees this video, before the Super Bowl, he just goes, this motherfucker thinks I can't win? Fine. I'll go prove it. I'm going to win the goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm just – I don't know. I'm trying to find some kind of comparison where if he loses this, we take maybe we take a step back and look at it and go, is he, is he the guy? Well, no, actually, he is the guy. But – I don't know what I don't know what exactly I'm looking for for the answer on this, but like, you know what I mean? I'm sure somebody out there is probably thinking, Taylor, what the fuck are you talking about? Patrick Mahomes is going to be the guy regardless. 
if he if he only wins like one more Super Bowl after this, let's say he only wins two Super Bowls after this, we're gonna still probably say he's a top two, top three best quarterbacks of all time. It's like, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably right. He probably will be because of all the passing yards and touchdowns. He might break a bunch of passing yards and touchdown records eventually in his career. But I'm just saying, like, aren't we supposed to like evaluate quarterbacks by winning Super Bowls and all this stuff? So what if he only wins like one more or doesn't win another like Aaron Rodgers? So it's going to be interesting for sure how like things will turn out for them. So I guess we can flip it. I don't have no idea if I'm going to even do I need to talk about if he does win. So let's say if he does win. And he's already at the top two. Like Dan said, he's already top two. So it'll be because um, like sort of if you sort of have either listened to radio shows or TV sh- or like first takes or part of my take or any type of sports shows within the, within the past week or so about if if Patrick Mahomes wins, where do we rank him or stuff like that? If the Chiefs win, is this a dynasty? Not yet. Not necessarily, even though we've been to three Super Bowls in three of the last five years. I think you gotta win I think you gotta like repeat. Like if you went next year, then it's a dynasty. You can't go like three out of five and only win two of them. So it's like, is it a dynasty though? Nah. It's a it's sort of a mini it's a mini stretch. It's a mini stretch of a dynasty, but not a dynasty in a sense. It's not like the nineties Bulls or the or the Spurs or the New England Patriots or, of the years and it's not like the Los Angeles Lakers dynasties and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's going to definitely like elevate Patrick Mahomes' legacy. And then obviously we can talk about all the other chiefs. It's like, you know, that we could talk about how trap, how this affects Travis Kelsey's legacy, making him maybe arguably the best tight end in the world in the NFL. I don't know, but uh, I guess we could sort of break down what the chiefs need to do to win this game. Cause I think that they truly need to run the ball. Like, they need to. They have. Um, they've done a pretty good job of running the ball pretty well with uh, uh, Mechanic and uh, Pacheco. They've done a pretty good job. I mean, it's, those guys are not like true number ones, but like they've been they've been playing really solid football. So I would think that Andy Reid would like to establish that run game and like get that you know get the get the juices flowing for the offensive line and get uh, Pacheco and Mechanic going and so that way they can at least have it let's say if the uh the chiefs were up by like seven they can get like just melt that clock and kick another field goal and go up 10 or something like that you know what i mean so really establishing that run game which you always got to do in a playoff situation or even in the super bowl you gotta you gotta establish the run if they don't establish the run it might be a uh, patrick mahomes show so i don't i don't think the chiefs really want that but i don't i'm not gonna be shocked if they do it like they've done it before patrick mahomes is pass 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 50 times in a game, so I don't I don't really expect that anything less. But I think if you're gonna win against the Eagles, I think I feel like you gotta run the ball because like they're that that uh pass rush for the Eagles isn't all that great. So I mean you could definitely take advantage of them. Like if you like we've seen we saw a little bit with the Niners game a little bit where Chris McCaffrey had his whole had his moments where he got off and you know uh, broke tackles and got some extra yards and stuff like that. We've seen it in the in the uh, regular season where some moments where the Eagles uh, run defense wasn't all that great. But uh, it's 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 an interesting matchup. I think the run game is going to be really uh, like a key factor in, in whoever's going to if the Chiefs win this game or not. So 
and also if Patrick Mahomes just doesn't stop turning the ball over, because like if you look at it, he's thrown two picks. Maybe we might throw another two picks in this game. So uh for the Chiefs like defensive end or for the defensive side, we can talk a little bit how they can need to contain Jalen Hurts inside the pocket and make him throw. Cause like I'm not gonna dis I'm not gonna try and discredit Jalen Hurts. He's been phenomenal this year. Absolutely. But I'm again I'm I'm trying to I'm not trying to be a hater. Like I said, I love Jalen Hurts. He's been fantastic. But if you look at the past two like playoff games, you go, well, he hasn't all played that well. You know, he hasn't really passed the ball that great. Now, if you look at the two games they've played, they played against the Niners who were quarterback less and they didn't really need to throw the ball. And then if you look at the Giants game, it got ahead real quick. They didn't again didn't really need to throw the ball. So I'm curious to see if it gets to a point where Jalen Hurts needs to throw the ball a lot. Is he going to miss like that one throw? And go, oh, wish you would have had that one throw back. You know, you know what I mean. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how that works. Because like again, I love Jalen. He's been again. I'm just repeating myself again. How he's been from phenomenal this year. But like if you. And I guess now we can just talk about the Eagles a bit. But if you if I guess we could sort of talk about both. So for the for the defense of the Chiefs, they like I said, you gotta like just stay in your lanes, keep him in the pocket, make him make those tight throws, all that other stuff. Which Jalen can do, but I'm just saying, sort of maybe it's the shoulder that's affecting it. I don't know. Maybe it's the pressure. Who knows? It is the Super Bowl and you're gonna feel a lot of pressure. Every throw is going to count. Every every play is going to make a difference in the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter if it's the first quarter or fourth quarter. I feel like most plays, like if it's a regular season, eh, it's one series. But in the Super Bowl, I feel like it's like it's just ten times huger in a moment like this. So you're like, ah, we if, if we just would have scored there or did something a different play here, or I caught a ball and got two more yards there. Like every detail count. Every detail matters. It's it's the Super Bowl. It's the last game of the year. Balls to the walls, man. So, I mean, like I said, sort of the weakness on the defensive side for the Chiefs is sort of like, um, I would also say probably the uh, pasty because it isn't really that great because, like, obviously they they lost uh, Tyron Matthews in free agency. I feel like the secondary isn't all that great, but I'm not trying, again, if somebody on the Chiefs defense sees this video, again, I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm just trying to retreat your game. If you think I'm being a hater, that's fine. I don't care. You're never going to see this video. But if you do, great. Subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just like we've seen them being exposed in the past in the passing game where if, I mean, these Eagles wide receivers are really good. So if Jalen Hurts has time in that pocket, he's going to throw, he's going to throw some dots on the Chiefs defense. So. I would I would be slightly concerned if I was a Chiefs de- if I was a Chiefs fan about that pasty. So I'd be slightly concerned about it. So I guess sort of what I was alluding to with Jalen Hurts, and as we could talk about the Jalen Hurts uh side of things in the Eagles. Uh like I said, it's it's interesting because like Jalen Hurts, and again, I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm gonna be a hater for for a moment here. Jalen Hurts in, in like playoffs and championship games. Uh, this is his uh, stats. So for playoffs and, and championship games, so this is 2017 and the national championship game, he was 13 of 31 for one thirty for 131 yards, one touchdown against Clemson. He also had 10 carries for 63 yards and that one touchdown where obviously he scored this game, 
the uh, potential game-winning touchdown. But then obviously we all know what happened after that. Clemson wins. He he didn't play all that great if you just look at the stats. But now I'd have to look at the I'd have to watch that game again. And go oh well maybe he actually did pretty good. But if you just look at the numbers, you go thirteen thirty one. I feel like that's not pretty good. Then you got twenty eighteen the following year where Jalen Hurts got benched at ha- got benched after halftime for Tua. He was three of eight for twenty one yards. Zero touchdowns, and he had a quarterback rating of 49.2 against Georgia. Again, both those teams were really good. They had really good defensives. But I'm, in 2019, when he went up against LSU, which was like the greatest college football team ever, he was 15 of 31. He was 15 of 31 for 217 yards, one interception, no touchdowns. And he carried the ball 14 times for 43 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, obviously he got to use his legs. And then in 2021, in the playoffs, he was 23 of 43 for 258. Uh, one touchdown, two picks against the Bucks, which, again, a really good defense. So, I'm not, again, I'm, I'm going to try to be – I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm going to be for this moment. He hasn't, all, he hasn't played that well. And now if you look at this year's playoffs, he hasn't really done all that – he hasn't done anything amazing. Like he hasn't stood out and go, "Oh wow, Jalen Hurts right there." But like he's had some moments where you look, you go, "Oh yeah, Jalen, the old Jalen Hurts is back," because of the whole in, uh, shoulder injury thing. Maybe it's sort of limiting him to things. I don't know. But maybe does the pressure of Jalen Hurts get to him here? Like does the moment of the Super Bowl get to Jalen? Which I don't think it will. But if you look at his past games in the playoff situations, now, now granted, three of those games were uh, Super Bowls or not Super Bowls. <laughs> wow. Uh, college football playoff games, and those are totally different from uh, NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. But like, he hasn't really done that well in like championship games. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, does he does he show us the old Jalen Hurts that he's capable of being, or does he keep being Jalen Hurts that we've seen him do before? or this year, or are we going to see the old Jalen Hurts in the championship games where he might get benched at halftime? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch Jalen in these playoff games, or not these playoff games, but in the Super Bowl to see if uh, the pressure gets to him or not, or if he just makes uh, the type of throws that we expected him to because he's had a, a very MVP-like season for sure. It's just like one, you know, it's just like one of those things. Like It just happens. Like Some guys are meant to be are cool, calm, and collective under pressure, and some guys are just a little shaken or a little not, you know. I don't think he is that type of guy where he gets shaken by things, but he just, I feel like in the bright lights, maybe he's just not as confident as he should be. I don't know. And I'm, if, like, I'm just going to say this again. Jalen, if you're watching this, please, please don't take offense to this. I like your game a lot. I'm just trying to give out the perspective of your, your past performances in championship games. So I'm just... I'm just saying, like, it's, it's happened before. We've seen you play at a high level and then not perform at a high level in the championship games. You know what I mean? So, so like I said, yeah. Okay, so I would, besides Jalen Hurts, that offense is amazing. You obviously have A.J. Brown, who's a stud. You've got uh, Devontae Smith, stud. you got Miles Sanders, solid. The offensive line's really great. So, I mean, really, like I just sort of saying on the defensive side for the Eagle, for that Chiefs defense, like if the Eagles can expose that secondary, they can just throw the ball and do whatever they want. Cause like it's really hard to guard, to defend that Eagles offense. Cause like 
Jalen Hurts does a really good job of re- doing the read options. So, if, and plus the offensive line is just hella good. But like if if um, Jalen's holding the ball for like two more seconds and then throws it to let's say AJ Brown for a slant, that's like t- an extra like that's basically a first down for them. It's just like one of those things like that. That Eagles offense is really good. It's just coached really well by Nick Sirianni. And I, I expect the Eagles to score points. I mean, like the like Vegas sort of things. I expect them to score points. That Eagle, that Chiefs defense isn't all that great. So it'll be interesting to see how, how um, it, I guess that Eagles offense will go as far as Jalen Hurts goes. So I don't know. Uh, for the Eagles defense, though, that's it's really good. It is really good. This year has been, he, they have, like I sort of said it, like that rush defense isn't all that great, but like overall though, they've been awesome. They've, they've um, pressured the quarterback that have obviously uh, got Brock Purdy hurt in the AMC championship game. And obviously they also knocked out uh, Josh Johnson and had to put in Purdy back in the game. And then they uh, made Daniel Jones come back to, uh, like, uh, what do you want to call it? like Cinderella struck midnight and Daniel Jones came back to earth and stuff like that. So they've, they've pressured quarterbacks. They got a great defensive line and they can, they can pressure the quarterback. And that secondary is really good. You got CJ Gardner. Who's a, who's a dog. You got a uh, dairy dog. I mean, that secondary is, I mean, I don't really see a whole lot of leak weakness on that team. You know, I sort of said that the rush defense is sort of their weakness, but I think they could probably handle it because it's not like you're not, they're not going up against like uh, Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. They're going up against Pacheco and Mechanic, who aren't the number one guys. They aren't like, I mean, they're speedy guys, but like they're not going to wreck, they're not going to wreck the, I don't think they're going to like wreck the game or anything like that. So I, it's going to be interesting for sure. All right. Uh, for coaching, though, uh, we've got, uh, well, I guess we can sort of. Well, no, I was going to say something about the Kelsey brothers, and obviously they've. Uh, this is the first ever Super Bowl, and I sort of talked about it in the uh, storylines. This will be the first ever Super Bowl where two brothers will be playing against each other. Obviously, one plays offensive line for the Eagles, and the other one plays uh, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. We got Travis and Jason Kelsey, and I'm sure their mother is going. Even though uh, I was sort of saw a clip earlier today about how she's just rooting for offense, she doesn't care who wins. She just wants so she just wants this Super Bowl to be the best Super Bowl ever, the most scored points in forever. So I'm like, okay, that's great. I mean, you're not gonna really pick one, but Jace or uh, yeah, Jason was like, you're you're rooting for me, right? Because I have all the I have all the grandkids because he's got kids of its own, and Travis does not have kids of his own yet. So he's like, well, you're obviously rooting for me because I have the grandkids. If you're not rooting for me, what are we doing? In that sort of sense, like, you not want to see your grandkids again? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm sure he didn't actually say that, but like in a in a sense, he's like, he's like, Ma, I have the grandkids. You're obviously rooting for me. Dad can go root for Travis. You're rooting for me. So I thought that was kind of funny how they're sort of like making their mom choose who to root for their, who to root for. Like I would obviously probably do the same thing if my mom, if like if me and my brother had a, we're playing each other in the Super Bowl, I would absolutely make my mom choose. But like you mom, you got to choose. I don't care. You got to choose either me or my brother. Like it doesn't matter who the, who, it, who it is. Just pick one. If you pick him, fine. Don't care. If you pick me, great. But, uh, 
I'm kind of curious about the uh, dad sort of, because like not not enough people show love for the dad. Like, what is who's dad rooting for? Huh? I'm sure he's got a favorite. Every parent's got a favorite, and maybe if I feel like most parents are lying to you if if they don't go. Oh, I love all my kids. No, 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 no. You all have at least one favorite. It could be the oldest, or it could be the youngest. It could be all. It could be two kids. If you, say you got three kids, you, you got one favorite. You got this. You got, you got a totem pole. This, the oldest is usually the favorite. The third one's usually the second favorite. And the middle one's, you know, they're like, eh, what? Where is he? Don't care. Or if you have multiple kids, if you just have a, if you only have one kid, then yeah, he's your favorite because he's your only kid. But if you have multiple, multiple kids, you typically have one typical favorite. That's just my opinion. I'm just saying. But uh, yeah. I'm very interested in see. Uh, I should probably watch that episode. It's called. Uh, if anybody's curious about uh, the to, uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, Jason Kelsey's podcast, I believe it's called New Heights. It's a great listen. I would I recommend it for sure. Um, yeah, I was just I'm sort of like I mean we can like moms are great, moms are awesome, but like I think we should at least talk about at least dad a little bit, like ask his opinion, be like, Hey dad, what are you, who are you rooting for here? Oh, I'm just rooting for another great game. Oh, sure. Okay. That's a typical dad answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got a halftime. So the halftime show is Rihanna this year. And if we haven't heard from Rihanna in forever. If you're not a, a Rihanna per, a fan of Rihanna's, why aren't you? Who, where do you just live under a rock and just don't listen to Rihanna songs? What kind of person are you? But uh, you, um, gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I'm kind of curious what song she starts with because, like, she's got so many bangers. Now, a lot of her songs have collaborates. You've got, like, like a couple Drake songs. you got that one song with Paul McCartney and Kanye West, which I wish she doesn't really play that one, even though it's sort of a good song, but I don't really like Kanye anymore. It's a bad person. It's a bad person. Really bad person. <laughs> I mean, she's got really, she's got a lot of bangers out there. Like, do you start with "Don't Please Don't Stop the Music" or do you start with "Umbrella"? No, I feel like you gotta finish. You gotta finish the halftime show with "Umbrella." I feel like almost because it's like it's like her like top like three best songs. So let me look up her songs real quick to sort of get a of a gauge of whether songs she could play. Um. She's got wild thoughts, but that's with DJ Khaled and a couple other people. So I don't know if she's going to do like the clap, the ones that are she's in a feature in one. I don't know. She's got like too good with Drake. Obviously, she's got Umbrella with Drake or with uh, Jay-Z, but she's like the main person in that song, though, because she's like singing it. Jay-Z just goes like he, I think he'll it's like he just goes in like first like lyrics and then like it's just Rihanna the whole time. You don't really hear much of Jay-Z in that song, though. Uh, you got This Is What You Came For, a good one. It's a great, that's a great song. You've got uh, Stay. That's a, good, that's a good one. Sturbia, that's a great song. Uh, Bitch Better Have My Money. That's a, that's, a unique, that's a unique song. Now, I don't know if she's going to say the B word on live television, but I feel like she might. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, you got um, What's My Name. That's a good one. You've got... The monster of Eminem. I feel like that'd be sort of a good one to um, listen to at halftime. You've got like uh, the love, the way you lie, 
You had Love the Way You Lie. Blast Souls is another Eminem song. She's got Diamonds. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. I feel like that one should be in the rotation for, for sure. You've got We Found Love. Oh, great. That's a great one. Uh, you got SMM, uh, Live Your Life. That's a good one with T.I. Oh, man. There's so many good ones she's got. It's crazy how many good songs she's got. Oh, What's My Name by Drake. Man, she's got so many bangers of Drake. Unbelievable. Oh, Run This Town with Jay-Z. But also, I believe that one's with Kanye, too. So, again, maybe not. Maybe not. Shut Up and Drive. What other? Oh, Rude Boy. Call me Rude Boy, Rude Boy. <laughs> Let's see. What other song says Rihanna God? Really, I guess that's really about it. But like, yeah, like I said, she's got a lot of good songs. I'm kind of excited for halftime. Love Rihanna. She's a great, great artist. We need more music. Rihanna, come back for music. Because like, she retired for like a for like for a while just just because she can do whatever she wants because she's Rihanna. And now she's like dating. Uh, I believe oh, she's dating or well, I get well. I don't know if they're married or not. But like, I don't know. If she has a kid with ASAP ASAP Rocky. I know that. And uh, shout out ASAP Rocky. <laughs> wow. ASAP Rocky. Shout out him. Uh, and congratulations on the kid. Uh, I could try to. I feel like they need to do a song together. I feel like that'd be good. I feel like there would be some kind of a banger for sure. Look, if she wants to stay out of the business, fine. She can do whatever she wants. She's Rihanna. But like, I wouldn't mind having a new album just to, you know. I mean, she did come out with that song for uh, for Black Panther too. That was a nice song. It was a lovely song. It made me a little. It made me tear up a little bit. Uh, but yeah. So commercials are interesting. So the Super Bowl commercials, like once you like watch them, sometimes you they'll get they'll get repeated, and then you forget the Super Bowl ones after a while. You're like, oh yeah, that's a super, that's a Super Bowl commercial. But then you just get used to seeing it all the time. You're like, oh, it's just it's just a regular TV. It's just a regular commercial now. Cause like if you if you remember if people I'm sure maybe I'll put this on like on social media and ask like what are your guys' like favorite Super Bowls because Super Bowl commercials because like I got a few obviously you got like Old Spice ones those are great um, I'm trying to think because like usually all the Budweiser ones are are awesome those are so great of either like uh, the horses or the dogs or just the stories that are in it or the what's up what's up uh you got like oh remember the uh star wars one with the kid dressed up as dark vader and he would try to use the force on the car and then like he his dad like pressed the button and then it turned on he's like oh my god it worked oh my god i have the force but uh yeah i mean there's some there's some really good commercials out there and then we've got oh, what other ones are we hold on somebody texted me so I mean you got some really good commercials out there so I'm trying to think of other ones out there oh my goodness what are the commercials that are out there um I feel like a lot of the Carl ones are usually the good ones like I'm trying to think of last year's commercials uh oh man I I see. Well, he's going to have to wait a minute. I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. Trying to think of other commercials out there because, like, usually the beer ones are fun. Like, Old Spice are good ones. I was looking at some lists and, like, like the Joe Green one was a Super Bowl commercial, which I guess I didn't even know that one. And then I was looking at how much Super Bowl Bowl ads cost. And this year's was just crazy. But, like, I went back and, like, read this article. 
it said like the the first Super Bowl ad cost like from like so yeah it's like Super Bowl uh the first Super Bowl was in 96 and the first like the so like NBC and CBS had like the coverage of it and the like the cost was like 37,000 to like $42,000 which is like oh that's isn't really that much and then once you go over the years and like look at how much it got how much increase increase increased in like 1985 it cost like 500,000 and you get to like 95 10 years later it cost 1.15 million then once you get to like uh 2015 another 15 years later 14 uh 4.25 million 42.5 mil oh my god i'll just say 4 4 million basically it cost 4 million dollars in 15 and then to this year is uh estimate of like 7 million dollars for a super bowl ad which again crazy numbers right there crazy crazy numbers absolutely crazy numbers uh like i was sort of saying like you know once you like sort of you, re, you know all these some some girls some commercials are great and at other times you're like ah it was so you know i feel like some some years a lot of commercials are great and there are times commercials are just meh it was it was all right and i feel like sometimes the um the advertisers they just try to overdo it a little bit they're like oh we're gonna try and make this and do this is sort of unique it's like well just do you have to go too crazy just make a commercial it's only gonna last like four to like 30 to a minute so it's like you don't have to go all in on it. <laughs> uh, is there anything else I need to just sort of discuss? I guess really. No, I guess that's really it. So I'll just give you my predictions on Super Bowl 57. So here is my prediction on Super Bowl 57. I'm going to go with Drumble, please. The Philadelphia Eagles. To win the Super Bowl. And here's some final score. The Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to say... Oh, boy. Oh, man. I see. I hate... Sometimes I hate doing, like, score bugs. I'm like, uh... I'll do... Man. I'll do 28 to 24. How about that? I'll do that. Eagles 28, Chiefs 24. That's your final score. That's your final score. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I got to do some prop bets, and I will make sure to post those on social media if you guys want some of these prop bets that I'm looking at. I'm going, yep, these are going to hit. If you hate them, great. If you if you have some, tune them out to me and go, hey, Chan, this is a great prop bet. Go right ahead. So, yeah. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you may be getting them, or uh, yeah, like I said, wherever platform you you are listening to this on, uh, subscribe. If you're not, uh, if your friends aren't listening, make sure they subscribe and just help help a brother out, help a guy out for sure. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably nope. I'm not gonna do it today, but I'm gonna. I promise. I got some so many ideas on what I'm gonna do on the YouTube channel. I've got so many ideas. So many, so many, so many ideas of what to do with the YouTube channel. Because I think I got some great ideas. 
So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And I'll make sure to like post all my links to the social media platforms on, uh, like I said, uh, tick, I've got a Twitter account, which is uh, at Tweet Show, T-W-E-D-T Show. And then it's also on TikTok. So um, just find me or whatever you whatever platform you're on. I haven't gotten to Instagram yet. I'll eventually get there. You know, I just got to be more, I don't know. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, but like, I just, I don't think uh, Instagram is in the uh, sort of in the uh, realm for me just yet, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe a Facebook will be coming soon. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll also get there just before my older demographic. I guess maybe, I don't know. The only older demographic would just be for some family members. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I said, subscribe to everything and I will see you guys next time on Monday. I will. Well, yeah, I'll see you guys like on two. Well, I'll decide like, I'm like, I'll maybe I'll tweet. I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to record right after the Super Bowl and give you some instant reactions and stuff like that. Or I could just wait until Tuesday and give you my thoughts. So like I said, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you.